Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Okja, Netflix's new film by Bong Joon-ho. Very exciting stuff. And I've got the boys here with me to give the full review and discussion. Connor. Hello. Benny. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so enthusiastic. <laughs> I love this energy. Um, so we have, we're talking about the, the trailer not too long ago. This is a big I, deal. This, I think we were all very excited for this. But this is a Netflix original film. This is the first uh, film we've reviewed that hasn't hasn't been released theatrically. Yes. Um, and this is a controversial one. This movie got booed the shit out of it at Cannes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's been banned in certain countries. Wow. That's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm not actually. I'm not actually kidding. Like that's not a joke. That it, they they're not showing it. Sounds like countries. a joke wow. to me. Um. Yeah. Well, it it got booed uh, at the beginning. Uh, it can, and then at the end, it had like a seven-minute standing ovation or something. So it's a very interesting, uh, interesting sign of the times that we're you, in now. It's just you should mention that it was it wasn't booed because it was a bad film. It was booed because a lot of people at Cannes are not too Can. hyped around, are not too hyped around um, Netflix platform. Yeah, that, a lot well, of that's, them that's, that's, it, that's the whole thing. Yeah, because that's what I said it was booed at the beginning, like at the very beginning of the film, it was booed when the Netflix logo came up. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, on to the film. I am a massive fan of Bong Joon-ho. Mm. Um, Memories of Murder was kind of one of my first introductions to Korean cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, Quentin Tarantino is a big advocate of that um, little little niche. And uh, after I saw that film, I got kind of obsessed with Korean films. I, I saw a bunch. I saw, um, oh man, <laughs> I saw The Devil and then Snowpiercer came out a few years ago. Well, and there's is- just so many great films coming out of that country. Is Old Boy? Old oh boy, yeah. Old oh yeah. boys, are, that's a that was the one that got classic. me. Yep. it's very different than the <laughs> stuff coming out of Hollywood. Yeah, so I was really excited for Okja, and um, I I absolutely love this film. Mm, yeah, I've only seen um, uh, the host and Snowpiercer, both of which I really really liked, um, and I thought the trailers for this looked fantastic. And uh, yeah, Georgie, I loved it too. I love that this wasn't your standard film. It was something new. It was something fresh. Um, and to be honest, I've got to agree with both of you. I really enjoyed this film. Mm. But it was really excellent. It, it really was very different than anything that's getting released out there. It was like a, almost like a children's film for adults. Yeah. In a way, which is really cool. You can't, that's not financially viable to be released in cinemas. So while some people may be decrying kind of, you know, the death of cinemas with this, uh, you know, streaming platform releasing Films like this. The shackles are off. Exactly. They can do stuff that you can't get away with in the current marketplace, which is really refreshing. And I, I, I can't remember picking up on a lot of the subject matter in the trailer mm. um, that this film deals with because it deals with some really interesting, heavy themes mm, and mm. Uh, a lot of stuff that we're facing as, mm. hu- as humans, as population increases. And But it this the director... He he's able. To, his biggest strength, I think, is characters. He is just able to build characters and little character moments that enhance um, everything that's going on on screen and, and and just inform you about what these pe- who these people are and what they do mm. um, and what they represent. And I I just I was just so impressed with this film. It felt so fresh. I loved everything about it. 
And that that comment you said about the children's film, I at the beginning I was like, this this feels like a, a film for the whole family, but it gets so dark towards yeah, yeah. the end. I, like, I don't know who this is aimed at. So it's many f bombs all the way through. Yeah, it is I love such children's an interesting different film. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, and I think to touch on what you said, George, about that, there's a lot of really cool themes that they delve into. While they do that, I don't feel like I'm being bashed on the head with them. Yes. It's not like it's kind of inherently woven into the story and not just kind of like you get a lot of those types of films that try to champion certain causes. And obviously this one, it's it's very much the, um, uh, you know, treatment of of animals is yeah. the main the kind of yeah, this, the, the mass production of, of, of livestock yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and some some GMO stuff. Yeah. But yeah, um, it never feels about, preachy, really. It doesn't. It, and it certainly doesn't. I've and seen I, I've seen a lot of comments from people who haven't actually watched the film yet, who are like, "Oh, I don't want to be bashed over the head by some fucking hippie." And it, the movie is really not like that. If that's something mm-hmm. you're worried about, I mean, th- it'd be like saying Babe is about fucking eco warriors and and hippies, and you're like, "Nah, it's it's a lovely story that we all enjoyed." So I just I just kind of <laughs> made the parallel between Babe because I, I figured that that's this for me. This film was a mixture of Babe and Pete's Dragon. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I, I love the sci-fi element to this film as well. Mm. Um, it felt a very tangible sci-fi. That's something I'm really a big fan of is when something feels real. It feels like this could actually happen in the well, world. Well, it is happening. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, certainly and, not with giant pigs, but... Well, bring, it's going to happen enough. before you know it. We'll be seeing mm. this exact, the exact stuff that happens in this film. Um, and, and that was something that, once again... The sci-fi wasn't bashed. You weren't bashed over the head, but it was woven into the story and done intelligently. Mm. Yeah. Um, were there any things that uh, you didn't enjoy about this film? Kind of I, in a general sense? I can't think of anything that I didn't enjoy about this film. Yeah. I love this guy's style. I think this will hopefully introduce a lot of people into Korean cinema. Mm. Um, I, there's a ton of movies in that that genre that I, I need to delve back into because this has reignited the fire for me I, I, I really want to get back into that um, that that genre you mentioned yeah. that his strength was um, character I think on top of that is tone this movie so effortlessly like juggles like kind of uh, humor and horror almost yeah um, really effectively which is something that um, I feel like a lot of foreign cinema does better than yeah than kind of Hollywood stuff I think I think a lot of foreign films, they're not afraid to have films complement or contrast with mm. each other. Mm. It doesn't have to be a linear tone through the whole film. Yeah. And this certainly isn't a linear tone. No, it's not. And, and, and that's what I loved about it. Mm. Um, I will touch on something. It has nothing to do with the craft of the film. I think that, you know, this guy knows exactly what he's doing. Um, the only thing that that kind of niggled me was at the very beginning or the, the main kind of villain in this was made out to be GMOs. And I think that that's something that's massively misunderstood. So I just, it, and it, it bothered me because I was like, Oh, I'm getting like too technical into this. Like I'm, I'm getting thrown from this film because of, uh, of a kind of a nitpick. Yeah. I know what you mean. Cause, um, everything G- we eat is GMO. GMOs is, it's a very contentious issue and it's a very, there's a lot of ignorance surrounding it out there. Yeah. Um, um, I, for one, am completely against uh, genetic modification. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look at me like that. Um, but I think this movie was a little more nuanced in that regard than maybe you're giving it credit for because there's two clashing sides in this. There's there's the um, uh, the company, Mirando, is it? Yeah. Um, very much a Monsanto <laughs> sort of thing. And um, there's the kind of the eco-warriors, like the Peter 
organization. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you're meant to be entirely on either side necessarily because it's oh, the, yeah. the young girl and her, her super pig, Okja, are the ones caught in the middle. Um, and, you know, I think because even, even Tilda Swinton's bad guy character does mention how people are too stupid to handle GMO stuff. Yeah. Like, see, I actually <laughs> sympathize with her at this point. Um, and I, I, she I, had a lot of like kind of sympathetic moments, like her vision. And this is one of the things that I thought this did really cleverly. I think that they they were able to show that you can be someone in that position and have a dream, like have this kind of um, vision for what you're trying to achieve. So I want to I want to cure world hunger and I want to protect the environment and all this kind of stuff. But what do you have to do to make those things? Well, what do you have to do to make happen? those things? And you know, from someone else's perspective you're this psychopath and you're like no nah, i'm mm. just trying to change the world for better that's the thing because it's such a complicated issue and uh we're all all complicit in it i mean mm. the the kind of stuff that is shown in this film and i won't get into spoilers but um just the kind of the the, the mass production of, of you know meat the way they show it and stuff is is i would say if anything much less horrific than than how it is in the real world oh yeah oh, um, but i you, think it's handled incredibly well fantastically yeah it gives you enough horror Mm. to really portray an accurate picture, but it doesn't get gruesome. It doesn't get just uh, hot. Like it doesn't go to that gore level, which I think it's, it, he nailed that yeah. element. He nailed that hot, the, the horror. It's, went of factory intense, farming. it's intense without being like, yeah. I'm going to force you to never eat yeah. meat again. It's by not gratuitous. Exactly. The main thing. That's it. And uh, it, that's very much an intentional thing. Um, I've mentioned this before, and it's one of the reasons I was so hyped to see this film is the um, Dan Harmon podcast, where he goes on probably about a 10 minute rant about this film, about how much he loves it. Um, and they had someone from the production on his show talking about, you know, the the executives and the, and the production crew went to slaughterhouses and they went and saw, you know, the kinds of things that are happening in the real world and they used that to inform wow. this. But they never, at any, at no point did they want the audiences to be like, oh, fuck meat. Like it, it comes back to that point. Like they didn't want to bash people over the head with this. Well, I think it's very much made a point of that the, the little girl, the main character, um, does eat meat. Like it, it, yeah, I know. I noticed that. I was thinking at the beginning, the like she eats. So but I think, I think, just going back to your GMO thing, I, I never felt they were bashing you over the head. I think they were presenting it in a way where the company was bad, not the tech um, or the medical advancements. Mm. I felt like the intent that was being used with that, and I and I think that was really successful. And then another really successful thing about this film was Tilda Swinton. I think she was a very complex character. And I think that her agenda, her relationship with her father, uh, maybe we're getting into a bit of spoilers here, but her her background was really nicely um, just, uh, they had depth. She was not villain A. She wasn't just like archetypal villain. She was a character. And I, I, I just really enjoyed that. I love Tilda Swinton in absolutely everything. And yeah, uh, she definitely delivered here again. What an amazing cast this movie has as a whole. Wow. It, for a Netflix film, I couldn't believe it. What did you um, guys think of Jake Gyllenhaal's Jake performance? Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, so that's, that's going to be <laughs> wow. the big talking point for a lot of people. He That is unlike anything he's ever done before. He really goes for it. <laughs> it's something, something different for him. I think a lot of people are going to have a problem with that one. But um, I thought he was he was fun and very interesting. I thought he was really interesting. Really yeah. interesting characters. This, this and, poor husk of a man. <laughs> and again, um, I, I keep referencing it because it's a great wealth of information, the, the Dan Harmon podcast where they had someone... Um, talking about, I can't remember for the life of me, her name, who's one of the producers on the film. 
um, talking about why Christina O, I think was that yeah, <clears throat> um, why he went that direction, and it really was kind of from memory the spur of a moment type thing. It was in that first scene where he like walks up the thing, he's out of breath, yeah. and he had kind of had this like weird, you know. Uh, he, he, well, he just played it very weird, and they're like, "All right, well, that's the way we're going yeah, with really this." Really high voice, and I love whenever he's on camera, he goes back down to the low, yeah, and <laughs> low register. Low voice, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Ben does the same thing with his voice. This is <laughs> this is the voice he only uses for the podcast. He's, <laughs> this is how I normally talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's good to have that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> much less pressure. Um, Paul Dano as well. I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Yeah, it's really good what to see him again. I really liked it? him in this. Um, I don't. I have no idea. Um, He's in um, Looper. Yeah, the Looper was a while back. How long ago was that? Twenty fourteen. Oh my god. Twenty thirteen. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he was he always, fantastic. He always plays. Oh, this, Swiss Army Man. Oh yeah, he always plays this um kind of nebbishy weirdos. Yeah, and he was very successful. Used, yeah, and he was used to good effect in this one as well because he plays like the head of the kind of eco terrorism organization who insists they're not terrorists, <laughs> which is they very remind funny. me a lot of um the the terrorist group in Twelve Monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's based off a real group. Yeah, kind of loosely. Yeah, yeah, Peter. and so <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, essentially he's um so yeah he's kind of um just an interesting character. He's kind of. Morally ambiguous, almost like yeah. they're doing bad things for the right reasons. Sort yeah, of. it's so interesting. There's so much gray area in this mm-hmm. film, and I think the whole issue that it deals with the main issue it has so much gray area, and that it really presents the whole thing. Yeah, in a very transparent way. Did you? Oh, well, it was transparent, but at the same time, I almost got like a parody vibe from it. Like parody. A, a lot of the characters were almost like parodies of. So there's one of those eco non-terrorists that is almost like a parody of the the eco-warrior um tilda swinton almost felt like a parody of the well-meaning but also kind of psychopathic ceo like there's just yeah they were archetypes um they they felt relatively satirical yeah it was kind of making fun of both sides yeah i liked um lily collins was in this as well as red she's red one of the the, oh yeah she was great well, she was barely in it. It's so weird. It's but that's so cool. That just speaks to how much people want to work with yeah. like, Bong Joon Ho, I guess, because like she's a movie star in her own right. And she, she was in a very much a background role in this. She had a um really great scene where it was quite a harrowing scene and her performance helped uh crystallize what was what the intention of that whole sequence was. So I was very impressed with her. All right, let's chuck in some final thoughts and we can talk about a couple spoilers, yeah? Yeah. Um, just, be, or just before, the, in, in terms of little cameos, you see, uh, notice Moaning Myrtle, George? Yeah. Yeah. That voice. Just wanted to put that in there. It's that so voice. iconic. Yeah, yeah. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts for me is if you've got a Netflix subscription, head there right now and get that motherfucker going because Okja is one of the best films so far in 2016. It's in my top five. I'm not going to say where it's it 2017, is. 2017, George. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> far out. Welcome Damn. to the world, George. Damn. Damn. Uh, I, I love this film. I love Bong Joon-ho. I, I'm just so glad this was a success because I think this could continue. This could be the first of many, many great productions coming out of Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very easy film to recommend. Um, it, no matter where you fall on the the debate about eating meat even, I think it's just a very interesting film, a cool look at it, and it's free if you have Netflix. So just watch this movie. Um, we'll never find out the viewing numbers. Netflix doesn't release that, but I, I would like to see this do well. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I you guys have pretty much said everything I feel about this film. What I will say is if you have the option to go see this film, think twice about taking your kids because it presents itself very much as a babe type film, like PG. Or My um, Neighbor Totoro. I thought it was going to be more like that, like really cutesy. Yeah. There is, I, there is I, some I, heavy Watching the trailer, shit. I was like, there's something dark going on. Yeah. yeah there is some heavy shit vibe. in this film. Um, uh, and so, which, which I thought like really, really, really complimented the film. Um, I think for early teens, um, or, yeah. you know, 10 plus, there's a, it's complex enough that it'll appeal yeah. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not horrific enough to yeah. put them off. But I think like a young kid, a six year old, no, it's too no, much. It's I think it's very much that Amblin level. Yeah. Like, like yeah. ET, you know, like yes. anyone who saw that before they were 10 is scarred for scarred life. For but life. everyone who saw it after that is like, this is yes. another perfect level. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you know, it might be a good introduction. So, you know, kids can figure out where their meat comes from. Cause I think that it is important. Yeah. If you're going to yeah. eat it. You might as well have at least, I, I like, I don't think you should, you know, put kids into a slaughterhouse cause mm. that shit's horrific no matter which way you yeah, spin it. Too but, much. Um, but, but just be conscious of what, what yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Not yeah, to yeah. get like political about it, but yeah, <laughs> I, but I was literally thinking the other day, this would be cool to be shown in schools. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. so. Yeah. It's kind of the intro to the issue. Yeah. It's year six above. Yeah. So let's move into spoilers. So if you haven't seen Okja yet, move away from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Move away <laughs> from it. the podcast. <laughs> well, come, um, no, no, come back, pause it, then move away, watch this film and come back. Um, so I think one of the, I, I, the, the, the way this film opened really impressed me and kind of threw me off because I wasn't expecting this whole notion or theme to be presented about you know, these animals getting genetically modified and mm. create creation. Yeah. And I, I saw this little seed. I, I was, I was very interested for where this film was going because it set it, set up an amazing premise and I was on board and hooked in from that opening yeah. few moments. I really like the character characterization of Okja um, herself because I feel like these super pigs weren't shown to be like, too much smarter than real animals. Um, well, see, this is something I was going to, I was just about to mention is I thought it was incredibly clever what the filmmakers did in the first 10 minutes of this film, which is that scene where Okja saves, mm. um, I'm not going to be able to pronounce uh, the girl's name. Me, me, Mija? Mija. Yeah. Um, that, that scene was so, 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 so clever in, in for a couple of reasons. Number one is, um, you get an emotional bond with this Okja character because it's saving the little girl. So you're like, there's an emotional bond. Excellent. Um, the second one was close-up shots of the eyes and the eye movement mm. kind of gives this impression that it's a smart um, feeling. Like, you know, the, you know. There's something there. It's yeah. emotional. It's got human, human eyes. It's conscious. Which is incredibly clever from, yep. you know, a bonding uh, perspective, just like, you know, human psychology. Yeah. And then- they showed um, basic reasoning within these within these characters or within these pigs, mm. which is you know he saw the the fulcrum or the or sorry, the log that was coming out. She. And I'm gonna say, sorry, she um, saw the uh, uh, the fulcrum and and and, and yeah. went and, and pulled him up. Yeah, that that scene uh. gave you so like I mean it's it's a bit ridiculous, but it it solidified some things about the the Octa character. I found it very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> well, very, very, like it, it hit emotional like, heartstrings. Essentially sacrifice and I think yeah. this is one of Bong Joon Ho's biggest strengths: is he is effortlessly characterizes and tells story through actions mm. and the camera. 
Um, and, and that that scene, just that scene, has done all those things you just said mm. effortlessly. Mm. It's informed the audience. We we are better orientated about what these animals are. Well, you know they're um, clever, thinking, feeling animals yeah, now, and, and you, you know that she loves like this. This is this is why I love this film so much. Uh, I think it's so brilliantly put together. But further to my point, I I don't feel like it it scre- uh, stretches credibility though. I still feel like they feel like animals, which is really important yeah. because that's what they the whole felt movie like. Is about. Kind of uh, ape intelligence is probably where I'd put them. Mm, yeah, I, I think they could have made them too smart, and it would have. It would have lost. Um, it would have lost a lot of the intent of the piece. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the CG. I think one thing I should have said earlier about negative was sometimes the CG wasn't like a hundred percent. It was yeah. like an eighty-five. <laughs> but 80, I didn't 86. bother me. Yes. It didn't bother me. It was a fifty million dollar budget. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that's that's kind of the the level of, that's what of CG we got. But yeah. it, it was never gratuitous. No. Like it was never you know used where it didn't need to yeah. be. When it's when it's working so well on all the other levels, it's just not really an issue. If that's it. If it's not hundred percent. There, there are moments in this film where if it was in a like if that kind of level of CGI was in a different film like for example uh, you know in like a DC film or something like that I'd be harping on about it till you know <laughs> Kingdom Come which you did with one which I did because <laughs> yep. that's unacceptable in that kind of film that yep. prides itself on the way that it looks yep. this film has such a strength in the story has such a strength in the characters but that like, if that if that animal hadn't worked it wouldn't the the movie every a lot of things are riding on that working, mm. and oh, yeah. the fact that they nailed it. Kudos. Do you mean like character, like the character, or like the I creature think the design? design? I yeah. think the way it moved. I think the eyes. I think the way it interacted. I think there was just a lot of moving parts yeah. there that one of those doesn't sync up. That whole intent of this piece is is diminished yeah. and and gone. They made they made that fucking thing cute. Yeah. God damn yeah. it. So what about the uh the rape scene? Wow. Holy fuck. It's, yeah, it's was, interesting like mm. you calling it the rape scene because that's exactly what it felt like. That's there that's it's that's it how was played, really. really bizarre. That like, that 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 like buck or whatever it was that thing was fucking terrifying. It was, was looked like messed looked, up. Looked like a Frankenstein's monster. It was a messed up scene. It was but it did exactly what was it was, it was supposed to yeah, do. Yeah. And that's when I was talking earlier about Lily Collins. Like she was like, we shouldn't have done this. Like yeah, this animals, great. this animals like getting raped and we've put it in its scenario. Mm. And the guy, the Aussie guy from Snowtown was like, <laughs> we, we, ha- we didn't know they were going to do that. This mm. is fucked up. Mm. Um, it, it was, it was very intense. Mm. I really liked the way that the, the, um, what was the organization called? ALF? Yep. Animal Liberation Front. Yeah, I really liked how they were portrayed. Yeah, um, in the film, they were much more likable than than the real world yeah. analogs. <laughs> yeah. I find, and but this is the thing. Like part of it, I think, was because they were almost satirical. You didn't, you know, it wasn't all too dark. The guy that was like, "No, I can't have a tomato because it because of the environmental impact." That's good. Yeah, I really like I really like Stephen Ewan as well from um, Walking Dead. I don't, as, I don't, I don't watch know. Walking Dead as the uh, Korean. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. He's a good character with a cool arc. Yeah. Um, Very cool arc. And interesting, him and Paul Dano, their names are J and K. Yeah. Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Odd. Weird. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I like it. It's <laughs> a weird parallel. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> did you read that somewhere or did, like, did that just kind of come to you? Uh, no, they say it in the same sense. Like, I'm J, this is K. And I'm like, that's Men in Black. Like, that's that's intentional. That's 100% intentional. I don't know why, but they're called J and K. Like, huh. Interesting. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Um... 
I don't know if there's anything I'd like to talk about the final scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything you guys want to touch yeah. on. Before you mean, we you move mean into the climax and the, the, the climax and and, and this, the whole scene of walking through the slaughterhouse. Yeah. Mm. I do want to ask, um, pertaining to that scene, what was your percentage of likeliness that they were going to shoot Okja in the head? Like when you were watching that, how tense were you, or how sure were you that like this? Oh, was fifty fifty. I'm like, they could do it. I well, that same. This is a Netflix film. Like they, this could happen. Absolutely, <laughs> these guys don't the give a fuck. As well. mm. I, I it was, the film was taking that many risks at mm. that stage. Mm. I, it, it had surprised me so many times by 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 that point. Yeah, yeah. Anything I, was possible. I really like how they were able to pull off a. I say in quotes a, a victory, so they get Octa back, but also impress upon you that they didn't really achieve the victory that they were looking for, which is, you know, we're going to stop meat production forever, which is this yeah. kind of idealistic, I guess, pipe dream. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like, you're not going to stop the machine. I you're not going to stop the business. I think that's one thing that I loved about this film was the micro and macro. Mm. Um, at the beginning of this film, Tilda Swinter gives that big presentation and that's the macro. And then it goes to the micro with their relationship um, on the farm and in nature and, and how those two relate. Mm, um, yeah. And at the, end, at the end of the story, the micro story, there was a victory, but on the, the grand scale, everything's mm. proceeding as planned. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what's so fucked up. That, but that's what's great. It's, it's galvanizing. It's like the job has not been done yet. Yeah. And it's kind of like, well, that's where we are now in yeah. the world. That's, yeah. And what I love is, is this kind of, you can take what you will from that, from that, you know, kind of ending because, you know, some people will be saying, well, you know, that's good. Like, I mean, this is, we need food for the world. They're solving X problems. And then, you know, the other half of the audience is going to be like, I don't think anyone's walking out of this movie like that. Well, uh, certainly not walking out like right after. <laughs> after like, the concentration in, camp yeah. scene. <laughs> in, in the sense of like, you know, I, I was talking to some people that were saying that, or listening to some people that were saying, um, I didn't want to eat meat for the next, you know, two days. But afterwards I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to eat meat. Um, I, I think the immediate reaction is certainly like that, but the conversation that you have afterwards is certainly a little bit more enriched than and less black and white. Yeah, I, they, I, I love the density that this film presents in the gray area. But anyway, um, what I wanted to talk about was that final scene. Um, Okja is, um, you know, about to get blasted in the head, <laughs> and uh, and uh, the little girl presents the photograph, and then. Um, Tilda Swinton's uh, second character she plays, mm. um, the sister. Nancy. Yeah, comes over and she's like, you know, kill the thing. You know, this is a business deal. We make business deals and there's a transaction. Mm. And I loved the next bit. And I thought it was such a fucking genius play where she has, she makes she, the little girl proposes a business deal mm. and trades the the life of Okja for the pig. And I really, I just loved that. I thought it made so much sense. And it, it, it added to Tilda Swinton's um, character. It fit and it was spot on. I was impressed. I was so <laughs> impressed. I, I certainly think it was a clever ending. Um, to be honest, my favorite part of the ending was that uh, second last scene where she's just standing next to Akshay and Akshay does a little whisper into her ear. I thought that was yeah. so subtle yet so incredibly like I could have seen 
that scene, I was really worried about this for a, a split second where like Octra was going to speak. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Sentient being. And you're like, oh, God damn it. We were Thank so close. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just, I loved the subtlety of the scene. I loved that there was no kind of grand fanfare after yeah. that. Like they saved the little baby and they went on and they kind of lived their little micro life. Yeah. You know, you take the victory that you can. Yeah. There is actually a pretty sizable uh, scene after the credits though. So stick around for that. Yeah. If you missed there it, it's a fun little bit. Mm. I missed it the first time. Um, and oh, one, and one, one other thing. What about the meat when they're trying out the meat? That was disturbing. Mm. Do you remember oh. that? With the little, the, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. extracted some of that meat and fried it, and then they were doing a taste test yeah. with a focus group. But mm. if you if you think about it, you know, like if they were if this were a real life scenario, they'd definitely be doing that shit. Of course, of course. Yeah. But it was just it's messed up. Oh yeah, hundred you know? percent. It's yeah. So I can't wait to watch this film again. There's so much to digest. <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> so much Oksha. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to watch the scenes where they're eating the super pigs. And just, yeah. yeah, it's good. Oh, man, yeah. I can't wait for that super pig. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, th- I think, you know, we've probably gushed about this film enough. Um, uh, you know, final thoughts uh, around it. It's amazing. But it's, one of the best films to come out this year. Do yourself a favor. Go check it out. And Pretty if much. you have already seen it because you're listening to the spoilers. So well done. Congratulations. <laughs> Let's be friends. Achievement unlocked. Love it. Well done. Um, I think people will one day look back at the meat industry and consider us barbarians. Yeah, yeah I think so. This is a legitimate question. I know we don't want to get too we political will. on it. Um, but do you think that that's the way that we're going? Do you think it's you know the morally better stance to be vegetarian, all that kind of nonsense? I think it's interesting when you think about the status quo in society. Like at one point, the gladiatorial battle that's what was, I was, uh, was a, a pastime that yeah. you would yeah. go to and watch people die. It wasn't a savagely, savagely. I think yeah. people will look at the way we eat yeah. meat, like blood sports. Yeah. Like, I think it'll we, be the same we, thing. And we're yeah. so indoctrinated and we're so... It'll be a long time from now. But. Like we've seen it since we were a kid. Like mm, yeah. we've been, go to the supermarket and and there's the meat and the package. It's no different to yeah. buying a, a bottle of Coke. The, it's a product. The, I, think, um, I, I think it's certainly like, for people like us, I think it's certainly like morally, it's probably better to be a vegetarian, but not enough that I'm going to like cry myself to sleep because I had a steak. Um, <laughs> to be honest, like yeah. no, no one's doing that right now. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, with the world, the way that it is right now, especially with like third world, um, you know, societies that, that they don't have the luxury of, of those kind of decisions yeah. that we do. Um, I, I think that that's still very much something that we should t- take into consideration. Of course. Um, I think there's definitely a big difference between eating meat and the mass production of, yes. of meat products though. And I think that's what this movie is more, more but, about. But let's, yeah. let's just... Let's just think <laughs> just about this quick, for a like sec. A little, uh... Let's just think about this for a sec. Who is going to be producing um, meat for world hunger? Like, where's the profit there? Who's who's going to be the good Samaritan that's going to do that? They these as as the owner of this business in Okja is. It's a business transaction. It's about profits. It's about making dough. Um, I, I'm so I, I I have little faith in humanity to say that that people will be shipping. Bountiful amounts of oh no no so of, uh, when I say like third world you know, countries and, and and people that you know we have the ability to afford moral choices like that oh yeah um, okay. but you'd be surprised at how many people get angry at you know people providing you know a, a big industry in, in third world countries is milk um, and you'd be surprised at how many people um, you know kind of uh, demonize people that promote milk 
um, you know, you murder murderers and and rapists and all that kind of shit. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's not something that most people take into consideration. Um, and and to bring it back to the film, if nothing else, this film has sparked that conversation for yeah. better or for worse, and I think it's really clever. Yeah. And it, it's not preachy. It's it's no. Just, it's the discussion it's just afterwards showing, that's preachy. It's just <laughs> it's just yeah. It's just showing you the lay of the land. I think yeah. in a, in, a, in a very interesting way. Mm. Anyway, I think that's it for our Okja review. Hit that subscribe button, people. And if you like this, give us a review. We would love that. That would be really nice. It'd like, make our day. Yeah, a, a good review. A, good um, a, a, a bad a bad review would really hurt us yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still at that point where we read every review and like that shit hurts why you gotta do us like that makes or breaks the whole week <laughs> alright guys I'm looking forward to it we'll see you then All right. peace out see ya hello hello hello